When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. With Tony Marinero. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Brought to you by Cherry River Hard Seltzer. Only 90 calories, natural flavors, and no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocery and The Beer Store. Marinero talking football again right before Thanksgiving Thursday in the States. The premier NFL insider in the world, my favorite, Ian Rappaport. How you doing, bud? I'm great, man. I'm excited for the holiday. How you doing? I'm doing extremely well. I'm excited for your holiday as well because it, it ends up being like a built-in excuse for us Canadians to actually sit back, watch football all day, three games, afternoon, mid-afternoon, and night. And the only thing that's missing is the turkey, but we do have the snacks. You guys don't do the turkey? Well, we do, but our Thanksgiving um, was uh, in October. So I'm not so sure we're going to no, do it I again in that, November. But like, you know, I feel like you should do the turkey in solidarity with us down here, you know? Yeah, you know what? That's a pretty good idea. If you have an extra turkey, send uh, send me some. All right. Send this guy a turkey. I'll tell you what. Jeez. One guy, uh, Jonathan Taylor, made uh, mince meat out of the Buffalo Bills, put it that way. And following that performance, five touchdown performance. I don't remember when was the last time I saw that. Is he the front runner for the MVP? You know, it all it's always a quarterback award. So I always sort of roll my eyes at stuff like this. Um, but he's got a shot at least. And I thought Derrick Henry might have had a shot too, you know, had Derrick Henry stayed healthy because he was the engine for his team has run the ball better than anyone. And it really seems to be a wide open MVP race. So for Jonathan Taylor, like he's led them back. I think they've won four out of five now. So I think he's got a shot. Problem is, you know what's gonna happen. Like, you know, they're gonna they're gonna get to December and Cowher's gonna start playing well, or Rogers is gonna start playing well, and everyone will go, uh, took it over, MVP, and then that'll be that. Because nobody wants to give any award to a running back. It's upsetting. I love running backs, but it seems to be there's definitely a bias against them when it comes to awards. So we'll see. It's a sick podcast brought to you by Cherry River Heart Seltzer. Only 90 calories, natural flavors, no preservatives. Now available in Quebec grocery stores and at the beer store. What do you make of Taysom Hill's contract? You know, it's four years, 40 million for a player who fulfills several roles. So he is the backup quarterback. He is a backup tight end. He is a do-everything special teamer. That's like three key roles. Right. So the fact that he gets $10 million 
basically is the team putting all that together and saying, here's your value based on all the different things you do. There's also some upside if he ends up playing quarterback, but like, I don't know. I mean, Jameis Winston beat him out. Trevor Simeon beat him out. How much confidence is there really that Taysom Hill is going to end up as their quarterback? You know what I mean? I know what you mean, but he sounds like a jack of all trades, master right. of none. I think that's probably right. And, yeah. you know, as a special teamer, he's good. As a tight end, we haven't seen very much. As a quarterback, in spurts, it works. Uh, it's not an every down solution. So, you know, I, I know some teams kind of raise their eyebrows at that deal, but he probably has more value to the Saints than anyone else, specifically more value to Sean Payton than anyone else, and they think he's worth it. When I saw Jason Garrett with the Cowboys down the stretch, I, I don't know. It just it didn't inspire much confidence to me. When the Giants hired him, knowing that market, New York, of course, um, very demanding. I just didn't think it was going to work. Um, was this justified firing, in your opinion? Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, I think it makes a lot of sense. You know, I, and certainly this is an organization that had considered firing him before the season, considered moving on. Freddie Kitchens is in the building. And, you know, say whatever you want about Freddie Kitchens. Head coaching still with the Cleveland Browns obviously didn't obviously didn't go well enough. However, Freddie Kitchens was a pretty good offensive coordinator. He really was. He kind of kick-started Baker Mayfield's career again. Did a really nice job. I think it's a good move for the Giants. Call me crazy, but I don't think it's too late for them to make a little run. Um and I thought this was a necessary move for the Giants and Jason Garrett. Based on everything we've been hearing, even on the record, it looks like Matt Nagy's gone after Thursday's game. Well, you might you might be right, but it's hard for me to imagine that they win and he's gone. Right? Like, there's not a lot of precedent for a coach winning, yeah, and keeping and getting fired. Like, you know, if you lose, if you lose, if you win in Week 17, theoretically that could happen, but you win a game on Thanksgiving and then the next day they fire you, like unless something crazy it's happens. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. If they go out there and lose to the winless Lions in front of a national audience, that'd probably be a worse look. So then then maybe we'll be talking. You talked about uh Derrick Henry before that he was a possible front runner for the MVP right before he got injured. He goes down. Uh he should be coming back in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And at that point, the second he goes down, the Titans realize they need a running back. They sign Adrian Peterson. He picks up a touchdown right away. Um, you know, not big numbers. They don't use him right. all that much. But, you know, he's there to fulfill a role and fill a hole. And now he's waived. So why did they waive him? And do you think he comes back later on in the season? Uh, it could potentially come back to them later in the season. But I think what happened was you had guys like Deontay Foreman who were kind of overtaking him. And one thing that can really threaten team chemistry, not saying this was going to happen, but in general, one thing that can really threaten team chemistry is when you have a veteran who thinks he should be playing and is not playing. So a lot of times, you know, if you have a veteran who's going to be replaced by a younger guy, you just move on from the veterans. You know what? It's fine. We'll get someone else to fill your role because we're going to go with this other guy. I think that happened here in Tennessee. Not a bad idea for them to sign him. See what he's got left. Um, but obviously, it did not work out as anyone had planned. Uh, if he catches on with another team, you can always pick up his jersey or Derrick Henry's jersey of the Tennessee Titans or any football player 
any sport, any athlete out there of a team sport, go to sportbuffshop.com for all of your officially licensed sports apparel and even our sick merchandise. Use code 615 for 15% off on all of their items. All right, moving right along, Everson Griffin, update. Yeah, as of right now, still an ongoing situation. And, you know, I think a a sad one and a scary one. I mean, he's obviously battled mental health issues. He um, he took some time off the 2018 season to to get better. Um, Obviously, he's battling something now. Still in his house, you know, he called – 911 operators this morning and told them he was fearful and he was being attacked. Police believe there was no one in the house. He had a gun. It was registered to him. And, you know, it's just, it's, 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 I hope he's okay. Uh, and, and, you know, the team put out a statement saying they are not, um, they are not worried about football. They're worried about his well being. Count me in that category as well. Um, you know, certainly that is, I'm worried about his well being. What a terrible situation that is. Um, yeah. All right, moving right I along. I want to talk about something else that's interesting. Just actually popped up on my Twitter, and I figured you're going to ask about it. But I might as well jump yeah. start you. So Aaron Rodgers is giving a press conference right now, and uh, he came clean on what his toe injury is. It's not COVID toe. It is a broken toe. Oh. So Aaron Rodgers has a broken toe, and that's why I talked about it on Sunday morning on our pregame show. He's got an injury that's not going to go away for a while. He has a broken toe and he injured it uh, while he had COVID, but it's not COVID toe. It's literally just a broken toe. At the same time, is he the best running quarterback in the National Football League scrambling quarterback? It's it's obviously going to impede him. Um, yeah, the problem is I, I, I'm I, you're not wrong, but he's so good. Like he's so, like I, I was thinking in my head and I did a lot of reporting on this leading up to Sunday. And all I'm thinking is how limited he's going to be. And then they scored 30 points, and he looked awesome. And so I'm like, I like mental note to myself, don't doubt Aaron Rodgers. Like these greats, like don't doubt them. No, he's fantastic. You wonder if it would have happened if his toe had been immunized, but. Hmm? (laughs) Just having, okay, as I continue to have fun with you, we're going to end with this. Um, What's your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Um, I like stuffing. Um, okay. you know, I like to put a little gravy on it. You don't get it the rest of the year. So that to me is why, like, you know, it's a sort of special treat on Thanksgiving. I really do enjoy it. What's in your stuffing? Give away the, uh, um, the, uh, the usually secrets. It's a, usually it's a pecan stuffing. Oh, I like that. It's usually pretty good. Yeah. That, gotta, that. My wife's from Mississippi, so she does it right. Ah, sounds good. Enjoy your Thanksgiving in the States. Enjoy the football on Thursday all day long and enjoy the weekend. Thanks for doing this, man. I won't say happy Thanksgiving, but uh, happy next Thanksgiving. You in know what? August. You guys and girls are our neighbors. So your Thanksgiving, our Thanksgiving. We celebrate it, not with the same turkey on your Thanksgiving, right. but we celebrate it pretty good. Thanks, man. Right. Sounds good. Enjoy man. it. Talk holiday. to you soon. All right. Let's uh, go to Adam Rank. Fantasy Ranks with Adam Rank. The number one fantasy football guy in the world. In the world. From the NFL Network. Yeah, you're the man, man. How you doing, bud? I'm wonderful. Anytime I get to follow Ian, and it means that I get my animation. Yeah. Instead of having to see Ian's as I'm leaving. Uh, Also, I enjoyed seeing Ian in the uh, WrestleMania t-shirt. I don't think that he understands the Pandora's box that he's now opened. Because the next time that I run into him, 
I'm going to in it. I'm just going to want to talk wrestling with him and he's going to want to get away from me. Uh, that did, part of it's always the same, regardless did, of the subject. But. Did you see those pipes on him though? Like uh, he puts the Hulkster to shame. Yeah. He's got some guns, you know, yeah. I know a lot of times he's, he's in those suits. We don't get to see the real, the real Ian Rappaport yeah. until he comes onto the sick podcast. I wonder if he has the same secrets. What was it? Say your prayers, uh, take your vitamins, yeah, take your vitamins, uh, eat your, eat your, vitamin i don't know say your prayers eat your vitamins and uh lift weights or something like that what's you gonna do adam rank when the hulkster ian rapaport runs wild on you all right um okay uh let's get right to it i asked ian about adrian peterson so now after the titans waved peterson is hilliard a must start or do you still like foreman you know I think a lot of what happened last week was because of game script and the Titans were forced to throw the football and that's where Hilliard really does a great job. And it's one of the reasons why somebody like Adrian Peterson, who is great, obviously like one of the all time greats hall of famer, no doubt about it, but that really wasn't part of his arsenal. And I remember it was two weeks ago when they were near the goal line and they had kind of resigned themselves to the fact that like, we can't run Adrian Peterson even up the middle unless we're on the foot line and they tried to throw him a swing pass. And I think he lost yards. And you're like, okay, we need to, we need to end this experiment. So for me, I don't like Hilliard as much because of the matchup. I think that's a bigger issue for me, but I think that Hilliard is somebody that needs to be rostered. I think there's going to be opportunities for him. And you could even reason that the game script could force the Titans to have to throw the football against the Patriots this week. But I think overall the Patriots have been too good against opposing running backs this season. So I will likely leave him on the bench. How do you feel about the Matt Nagy situation? We're discussing it with Ian, whether or not he's going to be let go after Thursday night football. He had a comment, which I think is very logical in that if he wins, you usually don't let coaches go after a win unless it's the last game of the season. And of course you've had a terrible season, terrible record, but Thanksgiving Thursday, if you win the game and you fire the coach the next day, just, doesn't have a good look. What do you think is going to transpire with him? Well, I, I don't think the players will mind. But you know what? Yeah, I, I think that it's pretty obvious. If he wins, he'll likely buy himself some more time. I mean, I know a lot of people wanted him gone after Sunday's loss. But, you know, you're not going to do that on a short week. And that's fine. Uh-huh. And it's understandable. You know, but I think that more and more as we move forward, we're finding out more information about the the who wanted to make Justin Fields, the starter that that came from upstairs that didn't come from the coach. And it really, you know, it kind of explains a lot because sometimes when you see Justin Fields roll out and he had a great play to Darnell Mooney where he rolled out, hit him in stride. It was the best game that he had all day. And they just weren't making they just weren't designing those plays for him. You know, like the, the first play that Andy Dalton comes in, they run an RPO. And then they throw it to Darnell Mooney, who takes it to the house. And you're like, why were you not running those plays for Justin Fields? And now you have to wonder, like, was there some sort of power struggle going on where he didn't want to play the quarterback because it was coming from his bosses? And so ultimately, I I just don't see any way that Matt Nagy will be the coach at the end of the season. So whether he gets fired on Thanksgiving or not, I think that we're pretty much under the same guise of like, yeah, this guy's not coaching the Bears next season. Before the NFL season started, we had you here on the Sick Podcast, um, and you told everyone to draft Jonathan Taylor. 
I think you gave some pretty good advice, my friend. Oh, I was worried. I'm like, which way is this going to go? Yeah, you know what? The, the two running backs we really love this year, Jonathan Taylor. We love Nick Chubb, too, so there's three. Jonathan yeah. Taylor, Nick Chubb, and Austin Eckler have all been doing really well. My receivers have been doing terribly. But the running back situation, I, I think that we, we really got that one. And one of the things that really stood out to us is coming into last season – Loved him coming out of Wisconsin. I thought he was a multifaceted back. For some reason, people were under the impression that he couldn't catch the football, but he had close to 30 catches during his final season with Wisconsin. And we said last year, you know, Jonathan Taylor was somebody that you needed to have on your roster. So coming into this season, I was obviously still bullish on him. And so what we're seeing now is how important he is to this Colts team because Carson Wentz looks like a new man. This Colts team is on the cusp of the playoffs. And earlier, we were talking about Derrick Henry being the possible MVP of the season. Yeah. Now it feels like Jonathan Taylor is the MVP because we've seen Adam. teams. Look at, look, listen, yeah. the Cardinals are winning with Colt McCoy. Yeah. The Ravens won with their backup quarterback last week. I don't think the Colts will be winning without Jonathan Taylor. Adam uh, mentioned, though, that the, the award usually goes to a quarterback. Right. I mean, that's that's the truth. I mean, it is. The, the, the running backs are allowed to win offensive player of the year. Like that is your award. Yeah. You know, and, and the quarterback gets the MVP. But I think that this is a pretty extenuating circumstance. I think that somebody like, I don't think the I don't think the Packers would win without Aaron Rodgers, which is like, I don't like saying stuff like that, but it's, you're it's right though, truth. but it's you're true. Right. Like they, they look like a way different team without Aaron Rodgers. So I think that uh, it's still going to be probably a quarterback, but I think Jonathan Taylor does deserve to be mentioned. Well, just, just give him the mention. Just like, I'll right, take it a, hold on a second. I'll take it a step further. You ready for this one? Yes, sir. Because he's very, very young in the league. I don't think the Patriots win without Mac Jones. Oh, that's, that's an interesting one. I don't know if I'm ready to meet it's, it's you. It's up there. for debate. It's up for I'm not, debate. I'm not for hanging sure. up. I'm not hanging up the phone on you. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm that's right. That text. That's right. I'm for bold statements, but I don't think you can hang up the phone on that one. Okay. Who are your starters for Thanksgiving Thursday? Uh, well, we're obviously going to be starting Ezekiel Elliott. I think that, you know, you look at the Las Vegas Raiders, they've allowed a top 10 running back in half the games this season. Also, you know, with, with uh, Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara likely not to play, I'm not breaking any news. That's Ian's business. Um, but I think that, you know, you got to be starting to look at some of these other running backs like Tony Pollard who could be a nice flex play. If you're doing a DFS lineup, I would suggest trying to stack Ezekiel Elliott with Tony Pollard because that is the way that the Cowboys need to win this game. And I know it's one of the things that frustrates me about uh, about uh, Mike McCarthy is that he, he's never patient enough to run the football, which would behoove them. But I think against the Raiders, you almost have to. So we love those two Cowboys running backs. We love the two running backs in the early game, too. I know it's early for you. It's, a, it's an afternoon game still for you. But for us, it's the morning. Uh, love David Montgomery. Love DeAndre Swift. David Montgomery had a great game in week one against the Detroit Lions. You figure the Bears are going to want to run the football against the Lions, who have allowed the most fantasy points to running backs this season. DeAndre Swift is the best player on the Lions. He has to get the football in his hand all the time. So we love him. We love Dak Prescott again. It'll be interesting to see if CD lamb plays Noah Brown again is a very deep waiver wire DFS play. If you need somebody. And of course, in the evening games, Josh Allen's playing. Nobody mess around with that one. Stefan Diggs, the Dawson Dawson Knox is still a pretty good play. And we'll, we'll see. I, I I'm interested to see how much Taysom Hill starts playing. You got his new contract. 
Yeah. They got to they gotta change something up there in New Orleans. It's been bad. All right. Three games on Thanksgiving Thursday. Are you and I on the same page by going with the Bills over the Saints and going yes. with the Cowboys over the Raiders? Yes. So now my question to you is, will the Lions win their first game of the season and beat the Bears? You know what? On Thanksgiving I think, Thursday. I think that, oh, man, all the all the signs are pointing to the Lions pulling the upset. But if there's one thing that Matt Nagy has been really good at over the course of his career is that he's he's resourceful when his back is up against the wall. Remember, they had a six-game losing streak last yeah. season, but he's been very good against the Detroit Lions, and they've been very good in these, these uh, Thanksgiving game against the Detroit Lions. So I think the Bears somehow managed to pull the victory. Want to have some fun with you in ending. We've introduced a new segment to the show, all right? Okay. It's uh, it's called One Word Segment. Basically, a picture will pop up, and you have to say the first thing that comes to the top of oh. your head. Just one word. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Boo! Aaron Rodgers. Boo! That's my word. Boo! Next up. Future. Justin Fields. Future. Next up. Matt Nagy. Fired. Whoa. <laughs> Next up. Bill Belichick. Goat. Next up. Stuffing. Thanksgiving turkey. Stuffing. Good. And in ending... Tony Manero. Genius. Genius. I thought you were going to go with stud. Uh, that, that works too. That works too. There's a lot of, there's a lot of words we could have gone there. Hollywood. Not all of them suitable for air, but a lot of words. I think genius. Actor. I like genius. You don't genius like Genius is good. You don't like that? I, I, you know what? I'll take it. But I would prefer if you would invert myself and Belichick. Give him genius and give me goat. All right. I could do that. I could do that. Hey, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Thank what are you, you. eating? You Turkey, know what, I way, know, but what do you, what, what's your specialty in the household? I will not be insulting like Ian bashing. Like, obviously, Thanksgiving yeah. in October is a great idea. I, yeah. I co-sign that. I, there's a lot of things that Canadians do that's like, why are we not doing that? I will say this. When I do my little Thanksgiving thing, what I like to do is take the, the rolls, the Hawaiian Kings rolls or whatever you're using. Yeah. Slice it open, put a little turkey in there, throw a little scoop of stuffing and a little scoop of cranberry sauce, and you make a little sandwich out of it. That wow. is good living. And by the way, I yeah. agree with even Ian. Like stuffing should be a year-round thing. Like, yeah. why does it get shuttered? Like, no, it's, uh, it listen, it's an interesting sandwich. I prefer Nutella. But uh, anyway, hey, listen, we love Thanksgiving Thursday in the States too, because we know we're gonna watch three football games, and my wife especially loves the day after. Oh, yeah. Black Friday, huge sales. Gotta love it. Um, I don't like it when I end up paying for it. Uh, yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Hey, happy Thanksgiving, bud. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you so much for uh, Thank you. having me, and I uh, appreciate everything. It's a pleasure. Let's make some money now. Money, 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 money. Money, 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 for sick bits. Brought to you by MyBookie. His uh, handle is uh, at RunMyBets. It's my buddy Cash. You can place your bets on MyBookie. Go to MyBookie.ag slash the sick podcast and use code SICKPICKS to double your deposit. Bet, win, get paid. Cash, what's going on? Wearing your San Francisco 49ers cap, you are? 
Yeah, and guys, look, I wasn't planning on giving a pick out on that game for this weekend, but uh, I'm not going to give you the pick, but I'm going to tell you I'm wearing a piece of apparel of a team that I'm betting on this weekend. So uh, add one and add one and two together, and you're gonna, you guys are going to get a free pick right there. Let's go to these Thursday games, guys. I'm super pumped. Thanksgiving, I got a huge promo going on at RunMyBets.com. 50 bucks gets you seven days all access. Let's start at the Chicago Bears, Detroit Lions. Uh, some alarming stuff going on here, guys. Usually the public uh, hate to bet underdogs, but this is one where the public is all over the Lions. I'm looking at the screen right now, and I'm seeing threes, three and a halfs for the Lions coming down a little bit. Guys, I really like the Chicago Bears, minus 150 on the money line. I think that's a two-unit size bet. I think they're going to win. Matt Nagy's literally fighting for his career. Andy Dalton, not that big of a drop-off from Justin Fields. I have them power ranked similarly. Give me the Chicago Bears on the money line. I think they get the job done. That was, I would say, it's the one of the two least exciting games that day. On to the next one, probably the most exciting. That's debatable, of course. Raiders at Cowboys. Uh, guys, the bookies got this line spot on. They're at seven and a half, round seven for the Cowboys. I'm not going to touch the side. I think the Raiders are due, and I think they're due for a cover. I like the over 51. I think points are going to be scored in bunches here. I don't see either defense being able to get off the field, especially if the Raiders establish the run game. Give me the over 50. Finally, Bills Saints. I'm going to surprise a lot of people with this, guys. I love the Saints plus six. Probably my favorite play of the day. It's going to be a big client play as well. Give me the Saints plus six. I'm aware both running backs are out, but the offense isn't the Saints' strong point. It's the defense. If the Saints put up 13, 16, maybe 14 points this game, I think they will stay with Hold on a second. Hold on. They gave up 40 points last game. Hey, there was three turnovers. Look, okay, you're right. Even if you take away the three turnovers, they still gave up a lot of points, but... It's a one-game sample size, Tony. Honestly, I'm not even kidding when I say this. I think the Saints have the best defense in the league. You probably get a little bit of flack for that. That's generally my opinion. I have these guys power ranked super high. I like this a low-scoring game. I like the under, and I like, like the Saints plus six. I even like a little bit of a sprinkle on the money line. Give me the Saints, guys. All right, you heard it. There you have it. So his picks once again, the Chicago Bears on the money line. Yeah, He takes the Saints to cover. And he takes the over in the game between the Raiders and the Cowboys. Yeah. He's my buddy Cash. His handles at Run My Bets. I'm Marinero, the Sick Podcast. Enjoy your NFL Thanksgiving Thursday and enjoy your turkey. Cheers. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Cherry River Hard Seltzer. Only 90 calories, natural flavors, and no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocer and The Beer Store.